We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Chiefs Kingdom, welcome back to One on One, a KC Sports Network podcast. Happy New Year. I know it hasn't started out the way we wanted to, but we're going to get it back on track. Big Jeff, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing good, man. New Year, you know. That's it. We got a little lost, but we'll get it back. Yeah, we'll get it back, baby. Before we get into that, New Year, Cookie Society, what do we got on the horizon, brother? You filled us oh. in a little bit in December. All right, Talk so there, there, there's a new month, so we have a new menu. We have cinnamon roll. That's like cinnamon roll. one of my all-time favorite cookies, our cinnamon roll cookie. We have our M&M cookie back, mm. um, frosted oatmeal, and we also have – what else do we have? I know I'm missing one, but what we did was we tallied up all the favorite cookies from this past year, the ones that people would ask about all the time, and we decided right. to start the new year with them. And we ended up with this menu, so it's a special one. Oh, so this is like the greatest. This is the Pro Bowl. This is the, the this, Pro is, Bowl. this is the all cookie team right here. Yeah, you know, man. I'm you know, and a nod to you know Coach Madden, the all cookie team, like the all, all cookie team. team. Yeah, yeah, man, that's great. Well, make sure check them out. Cookiesite.com, ship nationwide, best cookies out there. You can trust us. We're Lyman. We know our cookies. All right, Big Jeff, let's get into it, man. We needed this one. This was. This was a tough one, brother. Yep. There was a tough one uh, for a, on a lot of different reasons, right? Why don't we? Why don't I just kick it off to you, brother? What What were your thoughts about this game overall? And then we'll get into the specifics in a little bit. Definitely a tough one because it it, it kind of you know, you know, we kind of lost the number one seed that game. Yeah, I don't I don't see Tennessee losing. You know, so if we end up with the same record as them, they they have the advantage because they beat us early in the year. So that's the toughest part for us. But the silver lining in it is, is um, we can learn from this. Um, yeah. There was a lot of good, obviously. I mean, offensively at least, um, and defensively, you can learn from um, you know making in-game adjustments. When you got right. a guy like Jamar Chase, who's just absolutely torching everyone who's lined up against, like he's just dominating the game. And, and it's tough to do it right in the moment because schematically, they've been playing this defense and they've been doing well. Right. So right. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. This right. is what's got us here. Um, from a coaching standpoint, you're going to stick with it. But, you know, you know, at half, I think Jamar Chase had two touchdowns, like 150 yards. That's when you go into half and say, hey, all right, you know, this, this guy's just better. Yeah. He's, just, he's just that type of world beater, and we have to double him. Um, and then offensively, um, we only had three possessions in the second half, which is tough to get a rhythm going. But um, we got some drop passes. Mm. Penalties absolutely killed us. 
and um, you know, self-inflicted, but also the referees. I mean, they had some. T- there were some terrible calls that game. Yeah, we're getting particular. Into- yeah, that last drive um, when they had like twelve plays inside the five. That was unfair. But you know, it is what it is. We lost the game. They'll learn from it. I think it, it'll make them better in the long run. Yeah, there's a lot to get into there. The one thing, sort of big picture wise, that I I I was curious. I didn't realize it was this close in the AFC. I like yeah. I would have. I guess I I didn't realize the Titans were right there. I mean, I'm they want you know KC won eight in a row. They mm-hmm. only have four losses on the year. I'm thinking, okay, you could you could drop one, uh, but man, when I, when you know when that game got done and it hit me that oh wow we just lost the number one seed. I was I, I just didn't realize it was it was that close. I mean, I thought yeah. KC was just off and away with this, but yeah, it's amazing how fast things change. We're going to get into this week and how important this is now because you can't, you know, I don't know why the NFL, after all those bad calls, right, you think the NFL would throw Casey a bone and, and not flex the game to a point <laughs> where, great right, because I would have put them, I was put them after Tennessee. So if Tennessee does lose, now you have a chance to rest your starters. Now they have to go into this last game 100 miles an hour. Um, but yeah, so a lot of talk about there. Defensively, one thing I kept seeing on Twitter that I thought was an interesting point was, you know, we talk about Spags and the defense and the pressure and how that's sort of the staple. But, you know, some people were making a good point. Like, the guys up front were getting home. Chris yeah. Jones was having a, a great day. They were getting home with just four. And it was clear with Chase and everybody that we were having trouble on the back end. So, you know, is that one of those, you know, do you think that's one of those fair criticisms? Was like, listen, this is an in-game adjust. Like, you just – just let the front four rush. They're killing guys and get guys back to help I, on all these world beaters at receiver. I think it's totally fair given the, the situation um, yeah. with that guy just one-on-one dominating. Then also, like, in particular, third and 27. Like, come on. Like, it's third and 27. Like, it, <clears throat> I know sticks. you're probably trying to keep him out of field goal range, but it's third and 27. Play the sticks. Play the sticks. You know, play deep. Double over there. Get a safety over the top. And, and and kind of look at the game, look at the way it was going. Like you said, the guys up front were dominating. Right. I mean, I think Chris, I don't know what his pressure rate was, but he seemed like he was in the backfield every he single was play. Can't stop. Um and and then know the personnel. Cincinnati doesn't have a great O line. Right. right. <laughs> they don't have a great O nine O line, so you know our defensive line has the advantage. So call the game a little bit differently. Um yeah. It's kind of tough to do that. Some people are stuck in their waves, but like I said, we'll learn from it. I think we'll get in the playoffs and it'll be one of those things you look back on like Okay, all right, we need to make some adjustments. So yeah, you learn, yeah. you learn from your mistakes, and, and I think this will be a good teaching moment. It's amazing how when sort of everything's live, how even for coordinators, the blinders can be on, right? And sometimes yeah. it can just be hard to to see the big picture. But when you're looking at it, you're just like, you know, I remember any time we played Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or one of these guys, especially if they have receiving threats. You know, we would either it would say, listen, we're only rushing four, so you guys got to get there. Or we'd have some kind of simulated pressure that would look like we were bringing a blitz, but really it'd end up just being a four-man yeah. rush, and we'd drop one guy out. Exactly. You can't show these quarterbacks, especially the good ones, what you're doing. Right. I mean, I know Joe Burrow's young, but he's a smart young kid, really good quarterback. Right. <laughs> if you're doing the same thing repeatedly, he's going to make you pay for it. Right. And what he was doing was he was fighting Jamar Chase. He's like, one-on-one, my guy's better than yours. And I'm just going to toss it up and see what happens. So he even said in post game, uh, yeah. he's down there somewhere. So, so I mean, not, <laughs> kudos to them. They did a good job of uh, making us pay. I'm trying to think of 
a more because I haven't really watched the Bengals this year. I have trying to think of a more dominant receiver than Chase. I, I mean, I mean that that was a very dominant game. I, I would still go, you know, either Devontae Adams or Cooper Cup. Okay, yeah, um, th- yeah those right. guys are pretty darn dominant. Cooper's on a historic pace right now. He might yeah. break the single season record, but Jamar, man, he he has it all. Like. <laughs> He's he just looked dude. better. He just yeah, looked he just like looked, he was yeah. better than everybody. You know? Yeah, it yeah. Like, it's, there's not many guys in the league like that where you just you look and you say, all right, he's head and shoulders above everyone. He's yeah. one of those guys where you, know, you go to high school games and you know, all right, that's the Division One guy. It's like that for Hall of Fame type guys, and that's what Jamar looks like. So Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely could have made some adjustments. Uh, another thing was the penalties. I mean, that, that last stand there, th- those penalties were killer. And there was – the not the penalties that weren't called, right? I mean, that obvious offsides. I remember, mm-hmm. remember the year. I think it was 2012. So, I think it was 2012 where the replacement refs were were in the. Oh yeah, that was pretty bad. Oh, I was jumping offsides like crazy, and nobody <laughs> called it. They would never get called, right? Like I was always taking because they just. But like you, I don't know if I've ever seen an offside so obvious. Then that yeah, left guard we, on that you know, one that of was those obvious, and we, we overcame that, and, yeah. and we made the stop, and they called defensive holding um, two different times, gave them a new set of downs, and it's damn near impossible to get two goal line stands consecutively. Oh man, they had uh, such gave, a good. You gave them too many opportunities, and uh, it's unfortunate that you know there was such bad calls and such a critical point in the game, right? Um, and you want to say that ultimately was what decided it, but as players, you know how we roll. We're going to look at it and say there's things we could have done better not to be in that situation. Right. Right. um, I'm sure they're, they're kicking themselves and they're not, you know, holding their heads down and complaining about that, that one drive, but they're, they're, they're looking at what they could do better throughout the course of the game. I remember you always get the report. I don't know. In New York, they used to tell us, uh, I don't remember them doing it in Kansas city, but I remember you would get the report on Monday or Tuesday back from the league Mm -hmm. and they would say, Hey, sorry, we made a mistake. Yeah. No, they they definitely got that letter. Oh, it's like, (laughs) sorry, like you lost us the game. I mean, and if you look at that stand too, it was a field goal, right? I mean, yeah. they, they were killing them up front. They were front. doing great. Chris Jones on the goal line, he was just in the backfield. I mean, it just looks so textbook, right? I mean, that's the that's the tape you look at when you want to teach goal line stand. Uh, yeah, that was just so frustrating. I just was like. like I, I, would, I hope we see these guys in the playoffs. It's going to be right. a hell of a game, but right. it's one of those where it left such a bad taste in everyone's mouth that you must want to get redemption right. you know, immediately exactly. against the same team. So, you know, this will be a good matchup. This will be a great game, you know, to see in Arrowhead. In Arrowhead. Um, That's right. That's right. Um, and I think we, we, we pull that one out. Um, yeah. But it'll be exciting. Yeah, because what's Cleveland going to go in at? Or um, Cincinnati going to go they're, in They're at? currently number three. Um, three? We'd be the two. We'd they'd be three. Okay, so we yeah. would play them. We'd pay them. And, After and, the divisional round, yeah, and we would play them in Arrowhead. That's if it just—it depends on how stuff shakes out. Yeah, you know, hopefully okay. we get the number one seat. You know, hopefully Tennessee loses. Um, but by us playing on Saturday, when we win, Tennessee is going to know what they have to do. Yeah, and that's yeah. going to be—that's going to be really tough. When you know you have to win, and what everything's on, on the line, uh, it's tough to lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's tough. That that is tough, and. Uh, talk about Derrick Henry possibly coming back. I don't know if it's yeah. been decided, but obviously he comes back. That's a game changer. And and we'll get into this when we talk about Denver, but those last games of the season, uh, when you're on a team that's not going to the playoffs, the mindset can change. And we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that. But let's 
you brought him up at the beginning. Let's talk about John Madden too. I mean, you, uh, just, uh, you know, obviously a heartbreaking loss for the NFL community, the football community. And the one thing I really loved was all the stories uh, over the past week of how much he meant to people. And they had done an interview with uh, John Madden and, um, and Andy Reid. I don't know if you saw this, mm-hmm. but they were talking to each other. And John, I, I, you know, Andy Reid was talking about how much he, you know, John Madden meant to him. And this was, I believe, before John Madden passed away, because I think they were talking, if I remember correctly. But Andy Reid started crying. I mean, he started choking up, talking about how much John Madden meant to him. And I don't know if I've ever seen Andy. I mean, Andy Reid's about as emotional. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen him that emotional. So clearly a guy that meant a ton uh, to, I mean, everybody in the NFL community. And so uh, that's a that's a hard that's a hard loss, you know. Yeah, I mean, they, Coach Reed talked about it. There were two things that they loved more than anything. That was football and food. Yeah, and they connected it. on that. He said they were Forktarians, which I'm going <laughs> to start using that. I love that. Um, but, I mean, Coach Madden, um, he meant so much to so many people, even people that didn't personally know him, including myself. Yeah. Um, so many chapters in his life, you know, he's a great Hall of Fame coach, broadcaster. Um, but I remember him as the, as the video game guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I remember. I remember that. That's what I – that's what sparked my imagination with football, you know, playing a video game, wanting to see myself on that game, um, you know, picturing myself doing some of those things that, you know, people were doing on a video game, but I ended up an offensive lineman. Um, <laughs> um, but man, it, it was just so much fun, you know, you know, playing franchise mode, you know, putting mm. yourself in that place of, you know, as an owner or a GM, as a coach, as a player, it just, right. it was endless possibilities playing that video game. And, and yeah. it still is to this day. Um, so I think that that's, that's been so impactful for football um his coaching his broadcasting and then the video game and that's that's his legacy that's going to live on forever Uh, my son will be playing that um his son and 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 we got to keep that going you know it's so interesting how many people uh echoed the same story that you just said about because i didn't i had never played growing up i didn't play uh like sports games when I, I was playing okay. like Mario and, and things like that. I wasn't into the sports games. Um, but uh, yeah, you, you looked at how many people had that same sort of reaction about, wow, you know, the EA, you know, the, the Madden sports really meant a lot and, and really um, uh, gave, you know, gave people more of the game, right? It gave them so it much. Of, gave people that want to continue to pursue it and and just stir up passion for it. I mean, when you when you have that ability to do that through a video game, uh, you know you're a special, you know, you're a special person. And you don't really play it, but it, it's not only fun; it's educational. Yeah, like you can really learn football by playing that game. There's right. legit concepts. There's legit, you know, coverages. Um, you really have to play the game. And the developers, um, I'm sure. John Matt had a big part in that and making it as real as possible while, while still having fun. But they do an awesome job. And, and, you know, sometimes there's a little things and we complain about it as gamers. You know, EA sucks and all that and all these things. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, they do a really good job. And um, it's it's a joy to see how far it's coming. I'm looking forward to see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's definitely going to be missed. Um... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So uh, moving on then to a, another sort of sad note, but in a different way was the situation with Antonio Brown. I mean, this yeah. was uh, this was something that, you know, it was impossible to miss this past week. And um, just, uh, you know, you want to laugh at it, but at the same time, well, I don't know. Give me, before I get into my reflection on it, I'm curious, what, what did you take from, and and as the, you know, situation develops, what, what are your understandings of what's going on? How did you feel about it, Jeff? Because it was crazy. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, all we're doing is speculating. I know there's been different reports that have come out on both sides of it. Um, but immediately I just felt sad for him. Yeah. Honestly. Like I really one was like, you know, what, you know, got him to this point and, and you know, how can, you know, we help him? I know we've been saying this for a long time, but to melt down and boil over like that on the sideline, you know, you know, before half and, and just leave and literally end your career. Yeah. I mean I that's tough to go out that way, um, at least for me and, and for for anybody. So, you know, I'm just praying that, you know, he gets the help that he needs and, and that he finds peace. Yeah. Um, because that's a, that's definitely a tough situation. I don't know what was going on behind the scenes. Maybe it was warranted. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, and we've all been in locker room, there's always been – there's been situations with every one of us where we felt slighted, um, we've been angry, um, whether it be with a coach or a teammate. Um, but ultimately, um, you got to be professional. Mm. You deal yeah. with that, you know, after the game, you know, you have a little meeting until off to the side and you deal with it then, um, but never on the field. Um, so th- that was the toughest part to see. But like I said, um, nobody really knows. And, and I'm just praying that he finds his peace and that he doesn't regret the decision that he made. Yeah, because it's hard, right? It's like the f- the sort of visceral reaction is to think here's – freaking Antonio Brown again. Like the yeah. initial reaction is hard to give him the benefit of the doubt because of all the antics we've seen. But then, you know, when you really look at the what he did, uh, this isn't just a guy complaining or arguing. I mean, that was yeah. a really radical. Yeah, I've really, never seen anything like that. Not, uh, no, you, you, you haven't. It's not normal. No, you have to question sort of uh, – 
what's going on. And I think Tom Brady, you know, the way he talked about just having empathy uh, for him, I think that that is the right approach. Because again, we don't know, you know, there are different storylines coming out. One that I can speak to, they, they, they're sort of conflicting the storylines. One storyline is he was hurt and didn't want to go in, but they wanted him to go in. And so he said, no, I'm not going in. And then they said, okay, well then get out. And that's when he threw us up. The other one is they weren't going to, he had certain number of incentives and all that. Yeah. Instead of, so, well, we, we've seen that before, but that's usually in the last game. He had another game left and it was very little. That's what I don't understand. There was very little. I mean, probably, I don't know how many more catches he had to get, but it was very, it was in reach. It was in reach to get it the last game. And with Tom Brady being so tight with him, I'm sure he would have, force fed him the ball oh, like yeah. he did the previous year. So, I mean, like I said, we're just speculating, but it's, it's just unfortunate. Just And it's just not this moment. It's everything that's led up to this that's, right. that that makes me feel this way because I, I, I don't know him personally, but I know people that know him personally, um, yeah. either college teammates or professional teammates that have said that this is a hardworking, great dude. Yeah. Got it from the bottom. Right. Great teammate, never complained to all of a sudden over these last four years being erratic and this behavior is something that they've never seen before. So right. that's what makes me question, okay, what's going on with him mentally? Exactly. Um, and, and that's the scary part. And, and you know, we don't know. Yeah. We don't we know. Don't I'm know. just praying that he finds peace and balance and that, you know, he figures everything out. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's all true. And, and one of, uh, one of those storylines I thought would be interesting to follow uh, because I had something similar happen to me with my last year with the Jets. So 2012, uh, we finished the season six and 10 in New York. And uh, the last game was in Buffalo. We knew we weren't going to the playoffs. And I had an incentive in my contract that if I got, if I had played 60% of the reps that year, I may, I had like a $700,000 bonus. So a game, that last game against Buffalo with, 60%, right at 60%. Yeah. And they held me out for the first half. Yeah. They didn't play me. Um, they played the rookie. And then in the third quarter, they asked me to go in when they knew I couldn't get. And now I'm sitting there in Buffalo, freezing, freezing, thinking about, okay, this is my last game. I'm going into a contract year. And they're asking me now, after they haven't let me play to make sure I didn't get the bonus, to go in. And risk getting hurt, uh, and all this stuff, and and so I remember sitting there and my coach yelling at me to go in, and I remember looking at him, and he's looking at me, and I'm like, and I, I remember having to make that decision and and saying it was the only time I wanted to say, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not mm -hmm. doing it, and so I remember hesitating, and he was like looking at me, and finally I said all right, I put my helmet on and I went in. Um, and I'm like a rule follower. Like that no, was that's my tough, thing. That's tough to deal with because oh. that that's one of those things where, yeah, it's business, but it's, it's super unethical. Oh, it's, it's something that a, a guy's doing everything he can do in his power to stay healthy and be on the field and nothing's wrong with him. And he's just taking it away from, him. I saw my rookie season. I won't name any names because I don't know if they want me to mention it, but it, it, it was one of my teammates. Um, had an incentive-based contract, had to play 90% of the snaps, final game of the year, was going to reach it. And we weren't making the playoffs or anything. An excuse was they wanted to see the young guys play. Yeah, that was it. That was the excuse. But, the, but this guy game. was about to get, you know, half a million dollar bonus. And yeah. he he bust his ass, dealt with the injury the whole season. 
right. gutting it out and get to that final game and say, you know, don't worry about it. We're going to play the young guys. Mm. I'm like, that's just so unfortunate. And I've seen it a few different times, but that was the one that stuck with me that I remember because I know there's some stuff on the internet where people sound like, you know, teams don't do this. It's not very much money, but at the end of the day, may not be much money to you, but billionaires are billionaires for a reason. They yeah, count exactly every single right. penny. That's exactly um, So right. if they have an opportunity to do something like that, they will. Trust me, right. I've seen it. Um, but I don't know if that's the case with Antonio Brown. That's just a little side story. Right, a little side so story. Listeners, listeners and, can know what happens behind the scenes Yeah, um, that doesn't really get mentioned. Because well, and that's what I was going to say, because if that was Antonio Brown's situation, now again, yeah, Antonio Brown and I are different sort of mindsets, right? Like I was yeah. just do what you're told all the time. <laughs> and I was like, now a little bit, to make the story even more salient, I had a contract based on escalators. Mm-hmm. And going into that year, I'd hit all my escalators from the year before, so my contract was high. The Jets drafted a, a, a D lineman in the first round, and they said, you have to take a pay cut because he's going to be the starter. And you end up being the starter. So they said, take a pay cut. But what they did was they said, the pay cut that you'll take will put as a bonus so that if you do end up starting, you can get it. I beat the guy out in the first week of OTAs to mm-hmm. be the starter. Play it, and then they take it away from me on the last game. I've seen that. That's crazy. That's why. That's why I really don't like incentive-based deals because it gives the team the leverage. Because even even if you do earn it, it could be a a situation where, well, the team isn't making the playoffs. So why would I give this guy a bonus? We failed as a team. Why would I pay this guy? Exactly. Um, Which is, I guess, business. But like I said, it's not. In my opinion, it's not good business, especially when you're doing this to good guys. Exactly. So we don't know the exact situation with AB, but just a little insight into how those things would go down and how even for a guy like me, who again is is you know, follow all the rules, I hesitated to listen to my coach. Yeah. I, it was probably the only time in my career that yeah. I wanted to say no, I ain't but doing it. I mean we can touch on the injury thing too, because I mean I've been in situations where I've played through a lot, um, but I've seen where guys have been hurt and 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 the report, there was one report saying that, you know, A.B. didn't feel 100% healthy and that he told the coaches he's not healthy. Yeah. Well, that's kind of toxic in itself. If, if a guy tells you, I don't care if he's playing out there, but if a guy tells you he's not feeling 100% that he can't right. go back in, you say, if you don't go back in, you're off the team. I mean, come on, man. A.B.'s been playing for how long? You know, he's obviously a hard worker. He knows his body. Right. If that's the reason why you released him. I know the ultimate result we're looking at what AB did and, and, and the antics and all that which right. sucked and, and it wasn't called for. Right. But the reports before, you know, everything transpired, the reports that leading up to that was this. And that's not fair either. I mean, right. come on. The guy the guy has a right to his body. He's professional for a reason. Um, right. Yeah, that's like I said, point. it's all speculation. Yeah, that's a good point. But you're right. If either either one of those stories is true, it's a bad look. It's a bad look regardless. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the injury stuff is is killer. What you know, and I personally wasn't. I look back at it now, and I could have been better, more sympathetic to my teammates that had injuries. Right? Yeah. I, I, you know, it's like we we played a position where you could you could oh, fight. Yeah, we were different though. Yeah, we didn't have to move like those guys. Exactly. So we got through a lot, and we could compensate a little bit differently. Right. But these guys are running a hundred miles per exactly. hour, stopping on a dime, doing all type of different movements. So. We saw things differently because we can get away with a lot. Exactly. I played play with high ankle sprains so many different times. Right. Knees. 
Right. It was just different for us. Torn MCL. I was yeah. sprained MCLs. Yeah. No, that's the point. I, that's exactly right. That's the point I want to make. It's like, you know, it was easy for me to say, come on, you know, you got to, your ankles a little hurt. But when you're one of these skill positions where every little, you know, little step matters, mm-hmm. you know, with us, you can, there's a million ways you can compensate for being hurt, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tough situation there. And uh, curious to see how that gets, gets uh, played out. But yeah, tough all around. To finish, Jeff, Denver. Okay, this is a dangerous one. Yeah, okay? definitely a dangerous game. Let me let me lay you in, and I know you've been there too, on the mindset of a team going into the last game when they don't have a chance to make a playoffs. Okay, there's, there's two things. First off, you're probably going to get all kinds of crazy stuff, especially with a team <laughs> that's in your division that doesn't want you to succeed in the playoffs. They're, they're going to come out and want to win the game. Right, so you're going to get all kinds of fake stuff, stuff you haven't seen before. I mean, they have nothing to lose. So you cannot is is you know, say, oh well, this is Denver and the quarterback's hurt, and you, you got to go into this like it's a playoff game. And the the upside to that is this team also has one foot on the bus, getting ready to go home. Right, all those guys are thinking as soon as this thing is done, we're out of here. And I remember when I was a rookie, the veterans tell me, listen, you don't want to get hurt in this game. Nope. Because then you got to stay, you got to stay all off season in, in New York and get treatment. So don't get hurt. This team, Denver, is not going to want to be there if you get up on them fast. Yes, they will fold. Uh, but you don't want to give them any hope because they they would love to finish the season beating Kansas City. So I don't know, Jeff. Do you see it the same way? No, it's definitely a dangerous game. Uh, yeah. The way to, to kind of nip the butt early is to to jump out on them. Right. Then they start thinking about vacation, Cancun, all those good places. Yeah, um, that's right. That's but right. But if, if you give them any type of, you know, crack or crease, show them any any opportunity, they're going to try to take it. Um, right. And it's going to be one of those games where um, we're going to see a lot of new faces. A team that's eliminated from the playoffs, we talked about it earlier. There's probably some guys that have some incentives that are going to get benched. <laughs> um, right. There's going to be a lot of young guys playing. They're going to be – and it's not just it's not just always about the incentives. They're, they're, they're team building. Right. They're looking at the future. They have to make decisions in the offseason. So they want to see some of these guys in live action. It's like preseason. Right. So you, you'll see some new faces. There'll be some new wrinkles in the playbooks, in the playbook on both sides of the ball. And and guys have nothing to lose. The quarterback's going to be slinging it. Right. They're going to be doing just off the wall type stuff. They're going to go right. for it on fourth down. If the game's tied, they're going to go for two. Um, so you just have to be prepared because there's nothing to lose. It's one of those those games where you just have to be prepared. That's right. Uh, and, and, and I think this team is veteran enough to where they've been in these situations and they, exactly. know, how to, they, know, they know what to expect. Exactly. If there's ever a team that's not going to sleep on this game, it's Kansas City. Yeah. Big Jeff, before we get out of here, let's shout out to our sponsor, Tickets for Less. Are you looking to score an unbeatable deal on Chiefs tickets? My friends at Tickets for Less have you covered. Locally owned for more than 17 years, ticketsforless.com has the best selection of Chiefs tickets for every game all without the outrageous taxes or per-ticket service fees you find on other sites. Plus, you can use our exclusive KCSN promo code from Tickets for Less to save even more. Use code KCSN21 at checkout to save big on any Chiefs order at ticketsforless.com. That's KCSN21. All right, Chiefs Kingdom, that's it for today. Next week, we are back talking about the playoffs, hopefully the number one seed. But regardless, we'll be talking about the playoffs. Big Jeff, thank you as always. 
Happy New Year, everyone, and we will see you next week. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Beat the donkeys. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.